In part three of our five-part series, Defending the Defender, expedition traveler and adventure maniac Giovanni Cole tells us about floating his 4x4 in a river, the Mongol rally, and getting arrested in Iran for wearing shorts. It's Giovanni's firm belief that when things go wrong, there's an opportunity for adventure and fond memories. A reminder that the Hardway Q&A is now up. You can go to speakpipe.com forward slash the hardway and drop Thomas a question via voice message. Without further ado, here's Giovanni's story. All right, Giovanni. Hello. Hi. I'm How Giovanni. Are you? Yeah, good. Who are you? I am Giovanni Colle. I came uh, to South Africa when I was 26, 27. Mm. So I spent, uh, you know, the first years in Italy where in the north of Italy in which 4 by 4 at that time in the 90s, 2000 <clears throat> was not really welcome because there are a lot of restrictions in Italy in terms of off-roading. And uh, I can say so because my background is, you know, I started doing trial bike, mm. uh, 50cc when I was 14 years old. My dad was doing trial. So I really grew up in an environment that was related to the outdoor, but with, a, with two wheels, so yeah. with a motorbike. So I'm, I'm, I have the, I feel presumptuous, presumptuous enough. Can you say presumptuous? Presumptuous, presumptuous enough. Yeah, to know, to understand the the logics of the vectors of rational physics. Meaning, if there is mud, if there is mm. leaves, loose leaves, you know, all those yep. kind of things. So I can apply the concept of traction into uh, into different terrains. But I mainly experienced with the, with the two wheel drives. Well, I mean, with a motorbike, mm. not with a with a four by four. I got my first four by four when I came here, uh, and then still the same is a maybe because it's a Toyota, so I didn't have to change it. Here, here. And it's a '96 uh, Land Cruiser one uh, HZ, so it's an uh, uh, like non turbo, super simple. I look for the the simplest uh, the, the simplest vehicle because as I was saying Keep it before, simple, stupid. Yeah, yeah, is that, yeah. But, is it the '60 series? No, 80, 80 series. Yeah, the 80 series. Yeah, yeah. I am um, <clears throat> because I'm um, growing up with motorbikes and doing a little bit of overlanding with motorbikes. I learned that the less you have, the less can go wrong, and apply the same concept to the uh, to the to the four by four. Cool. Uh, I never really experienced the four by four, the technical four by four, meaning that trying to uh, get over an obstacle. You do overland. Yeah, I do overland. You yeah. want to get somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, without risking too much. So my uh, attitude was, let's avoid the problem. 100%. And maybe because it's a Toyota again, I, I never, like, I, I, I mean, just preach. <laughs> just preach. I, 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 you know, I was trying to look at my, you know, if I had like a bad experience with a four by four, but um, um, not really. Besides once floating, like when um, it was like a February, March, I brought my parents up to, the, to Botswana. They, do, they did all the classic things, the Kalagadi, the, um, the More, uh, Chobe, Moremi, and only because you know, there was a lot of water, I think it was February, March, so rainy season. Uh, and even if the ranger, they told me that I should cross before Northgate like a, like a, like a river because the, the, the bridge has been washed away. The only moment in which I can say that I felt like a little bit uncomfortable with a 4x4 because I felt that no wheels were touching the bottom of the, of the river. And so I started to see water drip coming from the doors and my mom screaming at the back and crying and then feeling like <laughs> feeling like that the nose was going you know down and the bum was staying up probably because it was more hair left yeah. but luckily after a bit i felt that the left front wheel started to grab a little bit of traction and that helped me to 
instead of floating and moving with the current to go, you know, to get to get out. Um, so my I had more bad experience with not bad experience, but I had like this adventure with um, uh, cars that were not four by four. Maybe because of my attitude, because I start to to approach the four by four concept a little bit later in life, and also because most of the trips I've done have been solo. And when you are by yourself, you really have to think forward. You really have to anticipate to the worst. Meaning that uh, while you are driving, something that is, if you can spot something three, four hundred meters before you, you're already thinking of all the, the options available. And you're already thinking, okay, I have to, because you have to preserve the vehicle and you have to keep going, um, you don't enter into the area of taking too many risks yeah. because you're by yourself. Um, no one can help you if you get stuck. So probably because of that, of that attitude, I never really got um, uh, bad uh, experiences with a, with a 4 by 4 But I do, did have some bad experience with the two-wheel drive. From, my, from the experience that I had in my life, is the, the time that I have the most fun or the, most, uh, experience, the best experiences in which I felt like I was, in which I felt more alive, if we can say, yeah. it was the time in which I was, I'm not saying that I was not prepared because I, especially in overlanding, I tend to be prepared. But uh, when you, uh, you know, when life puts you in front of a situation in which there is not much that you can do, that's when we, what we say in Italy that your balls came out. Because, you know, you are yeah. facing, you know, a situation that, that's, <laughs> oh, sorry, again, again, this kind no, of. No, 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 so, it, yeah, so, you know, so that's, uh, that's why, for example, uh, if, I have to, if I have to say something, uh, when I went to Mongolia, um, we did it with two friends of other two friends of mine. We did a long trip. Uh, we did uh, 18,000 kilometers, and um, and we we did that with a 1973 Fiat, uh, the 128. It's very boxy, very square. 1.1 1 .1, uh, uh, cubic. Uh, uh, what is 1.1 1 .1 engine? Four gears, no aircon, no seat belts, no radio, and uh, but we had a guitar, and. Um, that the only help to pass one uh, one border pass and that's it, and um, and the, the the nicest memories that I have of that long trip that lasted sixty days, fifty five days, are the actually the small big small problems that came out because the small problems, the small un, uh, unexpected situation actually put us in a, in, a, in a situation in a condition to interact with with the people around us, and then it went up going in a completely different direction of what we thought about the, about the trip. And that was actually the, the best part of it. Or another time I went with a, another, with a friend of mine, we went to Botswana on a motorbike. And uh, he's on his bike, the, the engine, the, the valve dropped into the engine. And because of that, we got stuck. And because of that, we get to know like a guy that had a petrol station, I think it's Sekuma, Sekuma, Sekuma petrol station uh, in Botswana. It's like a small, it's like, there is nothing. Another guy ended up giving, um, uh, giving um, us his uh, Land Cruiser. And he said, there is a friend of mine, five hours driving from here. You have to check this map and go here, here, and there. And he's got like a, a his own um, um, fa a game farm. And you're going to ask, you know, you, you were guys, you know, you know that your, 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 your trip now is, is, has changed. But so what I'm saying is that uh, sometimes there is, much, there is a lot of fun when things go wrong in a trip. Like for example, being in the, being when the police uh, pick up us in, in Iran and we end up in jail for we didn't know for for what reason. The heroin they didn't find it. No, it's because <laughs> no, it's because we were wearing shorts. 
Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't know. No, we were like in a very, we were like <laughs> in a very remote. Is, uh, we are in a very remote area of Iran, and uh, where where rules were quite strict. But yeah. it's but it's weird because the night before, because you know we did this trip like um, with a uh, with a budget, and uh, so every time every evening we every night we try to to pinch a tent, and uh, every time we were getting to a village, we we're asking permission to the chief of the village if we can pinch the tent, and. 99% of the time someone were invited us <clears throat> to their to their house and then they invite the friends oh, that, and that's so awesome that yeah, yeah so that's you know even like in places like you know Iran or, Tur- or Tur- Turkmenistan or, or where you think that there are like severe regime going on you end up discovering that is yes that is the facade that is what looks like but when you get to in- when you start to interact with the people it's completely completely different mm. Maybe it's because, you know, I, I was worrying all day because I was driving because the night before when we asked to youngers because we, we, the only people that speak English in, the, in, the, in Central Asia are younger people. And we end up um, being uh, invited to the house of these guys that they end up being gay. And we were like a little bit uncomfortable because, you know, we are in Iran and we are partying with uh, booze in a place which we are not am I supposed to tell these things yes. yeah okay or it's too late 100% so, yeah. just don't mention so, names okay yeah <laughs> so you know it end up like um, all this situation and when they we declare that we are not interested in masculine figures but we are more interested in, f- in female then things change and then they have a lot of Beautiful girls start to arrive. But anyway, so the next day... Maybe that part we can get yeah, it yeah. out. Yeah, the, the <laughs> next day, I was f- when, they, when they lock up in jail, I thought that for some strange reason, they, they get to know that we had a party the night before with... And that led to a fact that I know that after a day, I arrived at the, 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 the official translator of the police station, and I end up talking about Sufism on the porch of the police station while detained, while detained for, with this guy. So something that, you know, even like it's not connected to technical or to problem on a, on a vehicle, but it was like it, it brought us, it brought me to a, to a situation in life in which now if I, have, if I have to think of the 55 days that I spent in the trip, one of the nicest things has been that one. Then another thing was, could be reaching almost 5,000 um, meters high on the sea level mm. with a... With a with a car with quickly, a carburetor. Quickly, what, what car were you in? It's a, it was it's a, I still have it. It's a Fiat, nineteen from nineteen seventy three, one point one four gears. It's like a very boxy. It's like you know yeah. it's, you know when you are a kid and you design a car. Yeah, that's yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, look, yeah. yeah. Green, okay. And um, so what? I, uh, and even there, I learned, for example, that going up in altitude, I saw the car was not going, mm. and I was not going because, and then I thought, well, why is it not going? Because there is not enough oxygen. Because there is not enough oxygen, the the, the petrol, the, the 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 petrol cannot be, you know, cannot. Uh, there is not the right ratio yeah, between, sure. you know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I've done, I think about it a little thing, and I saw that all the cars, because Mongorelli, uh, we were like in two thousand and some five hundred cars doing that, and I saw that all the cars were kind of getting stuck at the same position as us, and then I said, you know what? Well, from here up, meaning that there is like less oxygen. So what I've done, I removed the, the uh, air, air filter, filter yeah. and uh, the cover of the air filter, and that was enough for the for the ratio for you know to, to go. And then I saw that the other guys that had like uh, injection and sensors and stuff it was not enough for them to remove the filter yeah. because that was messed up all the all the all the, all the levels. So what I'm what I was saying is that 
I th- even if I've done trips like uh, by myself by, on a motorbike, I've, I've done uh, once I've done 45 days solo, uh, Zimbabwe, Malawi, Mozambique, and I plan as much as I can with all the documents and all the parts with me. Most of the times, the nicest memories that I have are memories coming from the bad experience. So yeah. maybe maybe not getting stuck for for a week in the in the desert, but I see that there is a lot of added value in uh, having a pro- having uh, 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 something that you are you didn't plan. And I'm driving something that has got. Do I have aircon? Yeah, I do have aircon, but I don't use yeah. it. So so I think what's interesting to that is like I mean obviously we don't want problems. So you the guy that. You get the most basic car, basic engine, basic everything, so that nothing happens. But then when things happen, I think we relate back to where Rob is going, the mental. Yeah. Don't be like, yeah. fuck, we're screwed. Yeah. Go like, okay, let me talk to these guys. Let me experience it. Let me figure out a way. And then have fun in that scenario as well. I think we've, yeah, because we've heard it I, I think on, the, on the stories I that I've already strange, told. Uh, I yeah. think there is a, sp- a strange proportion in the, the, the amount of energy that you put in um, trying to not make things going wrong or trying to anticipate everything. And the more refined, the more um, rational you try to be in that, in that sense, the more good opportunity you will encounter in having a nice experience happening. So I'm not saying that, uh, oh, I'll leave without knowing uh, which tire pressure I have or without having a tools, toolkit. No, no, I got prepared. And also when I drive, I try to avoid, when I see that there is like high grass and even if I have the mesh, I try to avoid it anyway. Or if I see that for, uh, you know, there are like three, four options of route, I I always tend to choose the easiest one. But, and applying that energy, that positive energy, is when the problem comes, I think that the more you apply that positive energy, the more like positive things come back to you when something looks drama at the beginning. So that is always trying to, to explain. We've definitely seen the theme in Thomas's stories as well, that like the most interesting parts are definitely when things have gone wrong, like caught in a snowstorm or crashed into a cactus or you know, uh, stuck in a town waiting for his bike to arrive and eating a million empanadas and and uh, picking up hitchhikers and all those random happy accidents. But I wonder if it's, uh, is it possible to, you know, plan a happy accident, like take the fuel filter out and then just go, oh, you know, no. oh, my fuel filter's gone. What am I going to do? And no, because then you're going to... No, but I, I think that's a good question uh, in, a, in a way. Like, but use it as a conversation style. But that's what I was yeah. trying to explain before. I'm saying that for as much as your uh, approach and your attitude is positive in terms of nothing has nothing will go wrong because I'm prepared. Um, the more you have that, po- that attitude, the more you are going to end up enjoying something that will happen because you are ready, you are prepared. But in one way or the other one, something, if it's not mechanical, because maybe you are super basics and you have all the tools and everything, mm. but something is going to come out. And that I think that something, it's where there is more life because you feel more alive. I mean, uh, we were saying before, somebody freaking next to you, because maybe the air is not so used there. What is a fashion photographer? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I actually, I'm not looking for those things. So it's not that I go with tires that are below 20% of the tread uh, or knowing that I have some filler, you know, yeah. snow food. I, I got prepared, but I don't know. I like, uh, I like when shit happens because that's when 
you, un, you, you end up knowing your, the value of yourself because then you have to say, okay, calm, let's chop, let's um, refine yeah, all the sure. bullshit that is trying to get into me and I have to be focused and I have to keep going like to, you know, to make it happen. And especially when you're solo and a solo traveler, when, when you fall, for example, happened to me and I fall in Mozambique and, um, uh, between Marupa and Montepuesh, that in 2011 they were, the Chinese were building a road, so now probably it's connected. But at that time, the, you had to go through villages and sandbanks and stuff. I fold once, and I, I found myself like underneath the bike, even if it was a light bike, but with a luggage at the back because I had food, extra water, the tent, whatever. I was like, I felt completely impotent. Can you say in English? Yeah? No. Yeah. Important is sexual related. Yeah. Maybe no, sorry guys. It's full moon. It's full moon. My number is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, Empowered. Sorry. Empowered. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Without, yeah. yeah no. And yeah. then, yeah. and that moment, like having like my leg under the bike with all the extra weight from the luggage, and even like the inclination. I was um, I was not flat, but it was like an inclination. It was worse for me to try to get out. Yeah, it's worse. Even if in that moment I felt, shit, what I've done, because I say, I, I, I saw, I'm not saying that I saw death, but I saw a very critical situation for me, also because the, the leg was hurting, and, and you know, when, when you just get, um, when, you, when you just hurt yourself, you have the first five minutes, ten minutes in which things are okay, but then after that, when, you know, you, you don't really know what's going on. So, even if at the beginning I felt, shh, not so good, but then I collect my energy and I refine the, my thoughts in a way say, no, you have to get it out from here. So start to remove, to reach the, to reach the, 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 the straps, to remove the back, the, 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 all the stuff that I was loading on the, on the back. And then I realized that it was enough to tilt the bike on the other direction instead of uh, fighting in the direction that is simple, you know, in the, that it looks like the, the right one. Because so I like when, when shit happens, you know, yeah. like... Yeah, and I think that's, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, you can plan all you want, and I think that's the other thing with, with expedition travel. And it probably throws a lot of people out because when things don't go according to plan, and but that that is almost a given, that things are not going to go according to plan. That is actually part of the plan, really, when you think yeah. about it. And I think that's, that's the, I mean, uh, yeah, I, it's, it's interesting. But also, Giovanni, I think you made an interesting point in terms of solo travel in... Uh, calculating a risk and I've seen that with guys with bikes guys with four by fours you're on an expedition you're way out in the middle of nowhere you start actually thinking a lot differently and start thinking okay is it worth taking this risk should I overtake this truck right now or let me just hang in there take a break let's just see what happens and I think the other thing also that I'd like to mention is on, on just talking about our solar trips is that I like to always actually it's almost like the sign of going mad I actually have an extra person with me I actually ask myself questions. Yeah. Have you yeah, checked, yeah. Have you checked your tire pressures again? Well, well, remember imagine. when we do this. Remember when we do that. Go through that whole list. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing is that actually almost having like a dog tag. I actually keep in my motorcycle jacket. I actually keep all my stats and everything else. Contact yeah. number. Yeah. Blood yeah, type. Yada yada yada. And actually on a vehicle, I actually have it strapped to the yeah. um, to, to the dashboard. Yeah, yeah. If something actually happens to yeah. me and I can't talk or something, that that's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. I think that the best uh, the best suggestion that I can that I can that I can say say or tell give give okay um, it's to have a, a, a mental attitude of trying to anticipate yeah, yeah. things. I mean, if you it's like snowboarding, it's like skiing, it's like surfing, it's like 
moto trial, it's like motocross, it's like enduro. You don't look like a, a meter or two meters in front of you. Adapt yourself, your physical body and your mental thinking to what's going to be the farest possible. In that way, you can clear everything. And well, in doing so, sometimes you, 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 you let space for bad things to happen because you know, you're focusing so maybe sometimes too much of what will happen. And you already give for granted what you are heading because you are elaborated before. Yeah. So, you know, so, but if I can, if I can uh, give a suggestion, that's, that's my suggestion. Like look the farthest that you can, that you can. And yeah, yeah. I think, um, obviously the, the show is called the hard way and the stories are often about something that went wrong and you know, how you got out of it and how, how other people can get out of it. But, uh, for every hour that you've spent digging out a four by four, you've spent 10 hours relaxing with a glass of whiskey next to a campfire and yep. having a chat and having a, a beautiful sunrise and taking photographs and all that kind of thing. So it's like, um, it's a difference between those, those, you know, the stories you don't have to tell the ones that you keep to yourself and all that stuff. They're not worth telling as stories, but they're definitely worth having, you know? No, I definitely agree. I mean, to just to add to that, the hour we uh, talked to, dig out yes also has a complementing side of the 10 hours of awesomeness and but it also has the 10 hours before that to prepare um if not more so we get ready for that that's also that they said that the ethic of the mongo rallies yeah. the reason why they imposed to uh, they imposed to use a, uh, an old car a car is maximum one uh, 1.2 uh, liter 1.2 liter yeah is because they uh kind of tell you that the the more will go wrong mm. the more you will enjoy yeah and that doesn't mean living with a car that doesn't even start because mm. that you know that it, you're not gonna even get to the to the area in which shit happens but uh but that's what i learned and we were like when we subscribe to the to the to the mongo rally we send them a mail asking a thousand information and they reply and their reply was uh an email with links to um uh, the Red Sea, mm -hmm. um, um, with the Red Sea uh, hotels or um, something else like hype, super luxury, like holiday situation, like where everything is pre is prepped. Yeah. And then they were saying, guys, if this is your attitude, please go. go <laughs> yeah. like so that. you know, so you, oh, I learned. Cool. So yeah, I learned. You know, cool. they 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 put like on an extreme side, but I learned I learned in that that it's good to you know it's good to be prepared. But leave a little bit of space for for drama to happen because the, when drama drama is there is there is life. Yeah. Drama there is life. That's why problem Italian. You know, also in, interesting. I mean, you know, we talk about like getting ourselves out of situations, but I think the, there's there's another dynamic that actually comes into it as well, actually helping other people, um, and that comes up quite a lot as well. I mean, you're talking about you know you know whether it's fellow fellow overlanders or it's local people or it's competitors in a rally. You know, that is another another whole situation as well. And, you know, you think of make, making the time to try and help someone else out. They've got their war story that they're going to continue, that mad South African or that mad Italian that helped us out in the middle of nowhere. Um, you know, there's, there's sort of almost not like a, a code, but, you know, when you, when you come across someone else that's actually in trouble, maybe they're underprepared or whatever the case may be, and you need to help them out. That's also an, quite, a, quite, a, quite an interesting dynamic as well. Yeah, for example, like when I got stuck in, a, uh, when we reach almost the end of the, because the, the arrival of the um, Mongo Rally was in 
in Ulan Ude, that is in Siberia. And before Siberia, it was Mongolia. And um, I made a mistake in 18,000 kilometers. I uh, only hit one bad pothole, but mm. very bad. Uh, to give you an idea, in Turkmenistan's uh, potholes were filled up with dead uh, camels. Mm. To give you an idea about the size mm. of the potholes. So like John just asked, did he say camels? <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And... So, you know, after and even like before, even uh, most of the stunned countries, you know, when there is, uh, when there is um, tar, it's mainly holes, potholes than tar. So you start to feel worse than just, yeah, you start to feel that you start to feel like exactly where your tires are sitting because sometimes you are on the lip, you're riding between the lip of four different potholes that they are not. In the same, you know, they are not in the same direction. So you even have to go like a little bit skewed. Sometimes hitting like on the on the steering wheel to make the car going a little bit is going to help you to stay on the leap instead of hipping. So yeah. after I've done hours and hours and days of that, because I was a designa- designated driver, um, I, I hit like a bad pothole in uh, an off-road in, uh, in Mongolia. And then we had um, um, basically one CV joints that pop out. And I didn't bring with me extra CV joints, also because you know you need tools to to be able to pop it in and again. Of the, and so we end up um, um, in a, a family in which they had uh, they were like mechanics too, but it took us two days before m- being able to have the wheels that instead of touching the frame was like a little bit in in between. And spending like two days with a family in Mongolia in the middle of nowhere actually again was the best part of one of the best part of the trip so just a quick um what What have we been talking about i'm drunk yeah me too that's right (laughs) no i think that um the whole uh, the whole idea from for me from everyone's stories is like what you were also saying with uh helping other guys next year i think there's a Great community and great stories and that from uh, the Overlander, 4x4, Explorer, 4x4, 2x4, whatever. It's great how people help each other and building a community and like how what we're also doing with the podcast is like we're trying to like share the stories so that guys don't make our mistakes, they go make their own mistakes and then they'll you know, talk to us and maybe we'll learn from them. I think yeah. that's fucking great. I think, you, you, you know, in, when, you, when it comes to things like that, you almost become a custodian of knowledge. Mm. And, yeah. you know, you've had your, your situation, you pass on your knowledge to someone else. And, I mean, I've actually experienced that even, even in 4 by 4 instruction when I've been an instructor. I mean, I've told guys I don't know everything, but I am a custodian of yeah. knowledge. What I, what I know, I can pass on to you, and that's my job. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think that's, 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 that's the beauty about also having when you're doing it for a long time and having all this experience, what a great pleasure to actually help someone else or pass it on as a, as a, as a bit of a bit of a thing. Yeah. And it's so nice when you see those things uh, come in before everybody else, because that's something nice when you're sitting in the car and you know that something's going to happen and I've, all the other people around you are like, they're like, they have no clue. They're like on another level. And then you're like, yeah. I, so yeah, like I think with, with the stories for me, I feel a little intimidated now because I have to tell my story, which is really not, uh, I, I didn't get stuck in. Just embellish it, right? I'm, I, 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 I'm trying to think in my mind how I'm going to make this fucking story so much better. Yeah. I feel like I've got like 
like I'm sitting in some, with some war veterans and I'm about to tell them that I got a splinter uh, <laughs> at a tea party, you know. So, um, but to prepare myself, I'm probably gonna have a whiskey and we'll have a little break and then we're gonna come back with the most boring story tonight. Stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 